Welcome to the Chord of Three podcast. I am Lisa Breedlove. And I'm Spencer Breedlove. We are glad that you have joined us. And our mission is to inform your mind, inspire your heart, and ignite your joy. Why did you hit me? Because it was your time to go. (laughs) Whether in your marriage, your family, or your work, we hope that the things we talk about here will empower you to live life to the fullest. Hey, on this week's episode, Mm -hmm. we are going to talk about the intricacies or... Another word would be the complexities mm-hmm. of forgiveness. Okay. But before we do that, you know, I've always loved your rants. When you, you put get up inspired, with mm-hmm. when you get inspired, when somebody just kind of um, gets under your skin or somebody does something stupid <laughs> or whatever, then you just kind of go off on a rant. Like it's like this. Not a soap not box. really a tirade, but it's like mm-hmm. a soapbox. Mm-hmm. And I have oftentimes thought I've got to capture this on a recording. You did and pull out your phone. most of the time um, when you are doing a rant. It's usually when we're in the car and right. we don't have the recording equipment like we do right here in my office. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try my phone. You did pull it out one day. And last week, mm-hmm. you went off on a rant <laughs> on idiot tickets. And this rant was recorded <laughs> last Thursday morning at 6 o'clock in the morning when you and I were coming home from our workout. So, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the idiot tickets rant. Yeah, I think we should give idiot tickets to people. You know, like, let's just say, driving in the dark or rainy conditions without your lights on. Okay, that's a big one. Not using a blinker to let people know what you intend to do. Or, the opposite of that is riding with your blinker on, or even worse, your hazard lights. That's a no-no. You're going to get an idiot ticket. Let's see. What else could we give idiot tickets for? We can give idiot tickets for people that, oh, I know, I know. All you have to do is sit right down from our school. You could write tickets all day long to idiots that don't know what to do at a four-way. People, it's not rocket science. The first one there, and it goes to your right. It goes clockwise, clockwise, right? Or is it counterclockwise? It goes to the right. Oh, yeah, counterclockwise. Okay, anyway, you should know what to do in a four-way. Or, oh, a favorite of mine is like at Eskridge Parkway, um, there at the shops when the sign clearly says, this lane keeps moving. So you put your brakes on and you stop you're an idiot yes whether you don't know how to read or what i don't know but you're an idiot and you're going to get an idiot ticket how about merging merging into traffic on the expressway and people are already going speed limit or a little above the speed limit and you don't know how to merge you're going to get a ticket i'm sorry you're an idiot that's all i got 
who gives the idiot tickets? Oh, well, we would definitely need more people on the police task force or volunteers like myself. You could deputize us and make us, I don't know. The idiot police? ticket writers. The yeah. idiot police. Yeah. I'd be fine with writing idiot tickets. And they can't argue with you. I'm sorry. You can go to the court, and if a judge would like to listen to you, but here's your idiot ticket. Would it, so can you describe the idiot ticket? Oh, it? it's going to have idiot in red across the top of the ticket. Can you pay that one in full? <laughs> I don't know. There might be an extra tax on being an idiot. Don't we need to collect taxes? Is it going to have a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Oh, it's definitely a thumbs down. Yeah, and when you've had a certain amount of idiot tickets, then you actually have to go to a class to get your license back. We're going to revoke your license for being an idiot too many times and not correcting it. Because maybe, let's just say, no one taught you your whatever age and you forgot driver's ed, never took driver's ed, whatever. So after so many idiot tickets, we will take your license and you will have to go to a class. A class, class for idiots. Well, it would be a, a very basic instructional class. For basic, like I just saw. Yeah. Like M-O-V-E does not mean S-C-O-P. Oh, in any language. So, there we go. Idiot tickets. I know people make mistakes. We all do. Even I do, yes. Hmm. And maybe even in driving sometimes we make mistakes. So, I understand we should probably forgive. Yes. But you still think there are idiot tickets that should be given out. Yeah, there are just some things I think that are non-negotiable. You just can't. <laughs> and I think what started it was a person. It's dark. Yeah. It is still dark, and they were riding with no lights. Yeah, that's stupid. So it just yeah. Idiot. Yeah. Idiot ticket. See, you agree, but I understand people do make mistakes. We all do. And speaking of mistakes, mm-hmm. and speaking of what we're going to be talking about with the complexities of forgiveness i was reading an article um the other day and shared it with you Mm -hmm. about the complexities of forgiveness and thought you know what this would be a really good topic of conversation and this particular article was written by prepare enrich which is a tool that i use when i'm doing my uh, premarital coaching uh, or if i'm working with a, a couple that um, is needing help in their marriage. This is a good assessment tool to help gauge uh, where people are at uh, personally and where they are at in their marriage and even some of the things that that come into the marriage. And Prepare and Rich usually uh, produces some really good content mm-hmm. um, for uh, resources and and continuing training for people like myself when I'm coaching other people and this is a topic that is really very applicable mm-hmm. to to all marriages all of, uh, yes. marriages that are struggling and marriages that are thriving this is a topic of conversation that is 
is really good. And hopefully this will spur on some conversation in people's homes and in their marriages. Um, and maybe not, you know, if it's not your marriage. Maybe it's in your work. Maybe it's something that you're dealing with with a coworker. And forgiveness is um, is is a part of the conversation. Or even so, with your children. Yeah, or with your children. Yeah. So in this article, and I'll have the link posted uh, in our in our show notes but the question that is asked is is forgiveness as simple as saying i forgive you and it introduces the it introduces the the article with this with this opening paragraph it says occasionally it might be other times it's a much more complicated the truth is Forgiveness is a crucial part of, of a lifelong marriage. You will inevitably experience and inflict hurts in your marriage. Without forgiveness, however, your relationship can become brittle and bogged down by the anger and the resentment of those past wounds. Learning to embrace the various aspects of forgiveness opens you up to the possibility of peace, growth, and an even stronger marriage. And the question we're going to really dive into is why is forgiveness complex? Why is it why does it have these intricacies? Hmm. Which makes me like my visual for that is that there's just layers. There's like What do you mean? What do you mean layers? Of forgiveness, and as we go through these points that we're going to talk about tonight, right, sometimes it hits at one layer, and it might be, you know, a little, come a little easier to to forgive, but then other times there's just things that get uncovered that maybe we don't even realize. Okay. I think, I think that's part of the complexities. Yeah. And, and, and we as humans, we're layered individuals, I mean... We bring think, things into our marriage from from the way we were brought up, from past experiences. And I think some people think that <clears throat> forgiveness uh, it should, or the process of forgiveness should be forgive and forget. Hmm. And forgiveness doesn't operate like that. Uh, or, or, or should well, I say, or should what, I say that? Yeah people don't necessarily operate like that. Forgive and forget. I mean, I can forgive somebody, um, but if there's a wound there, if there's a hurt that exists, I don't forget it. Now, and I, don't I don't think that's what it I means. I don't leverage it to hold a grudge. Right. I uh, think the forgetting is that you aren't dwelling on it and bringing it back up mm-hmm. to the person or right. That's not regurgitating true it in your mind to keep saying, oh, yeah, that person did that. Oh, I can't stand. And, and bringing those feelings and harboring. I, I don't think it means it ever goes out of your mind. That's not what I think. Yeah. But I, I do. I have heard a quote before. Um, have you ever heard this? The person that is first to forgive is bravest um the person to say they're sorry is the strongest and the person that forgets is 
the happiest. Hmm. So, again, I think it's more that it's saying it's just going to ruin you if you continue to dwell on it and just harbor those feelings of unforgiveness and bitterness instead of, you know, turning it over to the Lord. But, yeah, we'll see that as we walk through some of these steps. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about the complexities like you're talking about Mm -hmm. it is it is something that is layered um Mm -hmm. and it has certain forgiveness has certain characteristics Mm -hmm. about it and going into this particular conversation i think people need to understand that forgiveness is not all that simple no it's it's not all that easy and that it is a it is something that is a process Mm -hmm. Most that definitely, you have to that you have to go through, um, whether whether if it's in your marriage, in your, with your children, with your coworkers, people at church, because people at church are not going to be very friendly a, a lot of times too. I mean, that can there can Family. be wounds there. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. wounds anywhere. Uh, wounds can be inflicted in any uh, domain, mm-hmm. and. You know, for you know, I think about you, and as long as I've known you, you've always been a person that has been quick to forgive, um, and to be able to move on. You don't harbor grudges. You don't harbor anger. Um, you forgive and move on. Um, that's always been something that has inspired me and then been an encouragement to me as I've watched you do that with other people. Um, it didn't, it didn't come as easily, uh, for me like that. Not that it was easy for you, but watching you do it was definitely, um, was definitely an inspiration, uh, and an encouragement that, Hey, this thing called forgiveness can be done. So forgiveness is, um, not the easiest thing to do. And there are specific complexities or intricacies about forgiveness that we're going to dive into. And the first one okay. is that there is a discrepancy between your head and your heart. In other words, and this is what the what the article stated, sometimes you might want to forgive your spouse, but deep down, you're still holding on to resentment. Logically, you want to move on, but you can't make your emotions match that desire. But on the flip side, perhaps your spouse has fully forgiven you, but you're having a hard time forgiving yourself. In either situation, there's going to there's still emotions that are preventing one or both of you from truly moving forward from the situation. Emotions are hard to change, even if you want to, which can be frustrating and confusing. What do you think about that? I think it's definitely true that maybe we expect that our head and heart would just get in alignment with each other and that my feelings would fall into place. But that's not always true. No, that is they're rubbing against each other sometimes. Yeah, that is definitely Mm -hmm. not always true. And the a lot of times the head and the heart are not aligned. Mm. And that's where the process comes in. And that's where the that's where you're continuing to have to work through 
the emotions, the hurt, the anger, and the 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 feelings that are associated and the emotions that are associated with the broken relationship. Right. And and being honest and real about that, I think is is key. And people that are not emotionally not healthy suppressing it, yeah. Uh, people that are not emotionally healthy, they're gonna suppress it. Right. Thinking that that's the right way to handle it. And it's not. And it's not. <laughs> that's really gonna make it worse. Yeah. It'll it'll make right. it worse. I mean, think about a wound and you just, it's got an infection, but you're just going to, you know, cover it up with a Band-Aid, Ignore let it. the skin grow back. You're going to have some problems mm-hmm. because it's festering underneath there. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes what you got to do is just rip that scab off mm-hmm. and yeah, get all the yuck out. Get all that, the, get all that infection because out. Because truly, I think unforgiveness, it's a poison that, mm-hmm. that ruins you. Definitely, yeah, it's definitely yeah. a poison mm-hmm. that that leads to bitterness yeah. and hatred and uh, and I think even depression. Mm. So, mm-hmm. second thing, and I think this kind of ties into number one. Yes, that forgiveness it can operate on its own timeline. Maybe not what we would wish for. You know, well, I just I feel like. I'm ready to forgive, so it should just be really easy and it should be over and done with. But you can't rush forgiveness, whether you're the person granting it or receiving it. And, and rush, I think maybe a better way, force it. Oh, yeah, you cannot force You can't just say, okay, I'm going to forgive it and just. It's not a kiss and make mm-mm. up. It's not shake no. hands, hug it out, no. move it on. Not usually. Mm-mm. No. No, if there's if there's some things going on, um, or a break that has occurred in the relationship, it's going to take some time in order mm-hmm. for that break to to be mended. Again, when the Bible speaks about be quick to forgive mm-hmm. and slow to anger, it's that's that's that we are quick to recognize that there's been this break and there is some unforgiveness and and jump on it not just let it fester again i don't think it means just put it out of your mind and get over it that's not what forgiveness is i love what they said it says in some situations it's more of a journey forgiveness mm-hmm is more of a journey than an action that can be checked off quickly. Yes. That journey might be shared or personal. It can take days, weeks, or sometimes even years. But whatever the case, it's a process that can only happen with enough time. This doesn't mean your relationship is on the rocks up until the point of full forgiveness. Life and marriage continue to move forward as the journey of forgiveness unfolds. And I think what's required there is patience in the forgiveness. Um, yeah. Because not only is, you know, like as you're talking about being quick to forgive, but now there is behavior change. Now there's like things that have to change in, in the relationship, actions, mm-hmm. attitudes, um, beliefs, even. That takes time. It takes time to to make those things happen and to or to see those things happen and to see those things come through so it 
forgiveness is something that's going to operate on its own timetable. Mm. So that's really a good point. Yes. Okay. Number three, it can require intention or not. Why is that? Um, well, like for major betrayals or larger transgressions, maybe within that marriage relationship, forgiveness often requires a certain degree of intentionality and emotional work. That might mean that you or your spouse uh, maybe need to work through deeper issues together or even separately. Um, it could mean that maybe you need to see a marriage counselor or talk to your pastor. Um, this goes back to this that second one on the mm-hmm. it operates on its own timetable, time. especially for these for the major yeah. issues, the major betrayals, yeah. or the you know the big breaks in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, that it requires that intentionality and emotional work because there's you think about it where there's a, a break there's a hurt that's deep with uh, in the soul and and it doesn't just it doesn't just heal overnight um and like you said there are steps there are things that probably need to be done so Whereas in maybe small lapses in judgment mm-hmm. or anything, you know, you, you hurt somebody's feelings. You know, I know I've said some things to you maybe in a certain tone and mm-hmm. then I've seen it where you have uh, maybe shut down or you get a little, um, well, you kind of start to be like a, a volcano where you kind of suppress the suppress the pressure a little bit Uh and then all of a sudden then you break and then it's crying and i'm like oh my goodness what did i do and then and then it's a okay will you forgive me i'm sorry that i did that and then we're able to move on that's one of those it doesn't it while it requires some intentionality to it requires intentionality to do that Mm -hmm. that kind of break or hurt is not something that's going to in like in our marriage that's not going to be something that's going to linger on and on and on and on like day after day no. after day after day whereas if there is no but it's also usually we both take away from it when like you know i hurt your feelings one time this week um mm-hmm. and so it's in learning from that too and thinking i, I don't want to do that again I don't need to say those words or right. say it that way. In, in in those in those situations, you didn't break my trust and I didn't break your trust. No. But if there is a, uh, we just a break in the relationship that breaks the trust mm-hmm. in oh, the relationship. that's going to take a lot longer. That's going to yeah. take a lot longer. And that takes a lot more intentionality. Intentionality That work. takes more emotional work and yes. relational work. How do you restore that? Because mm-hmm. something that you've built up for so long in a marriage um, now comes crumbling down because of somebody using the idiot ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are some dudes out there and probably even some wives out there that should get idiot tickets for being sure, stupid in their do marriage. Stupid things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. And it's in those times where trust is broken and mm-hmm. it has to be restored. And so it has to take time and intentionality. Yeah. So now the fourth 
complexity mm-hmm. is that forgiveness can a lot of times be tied to a deeper issue. And this is what the article says. It says often an offense can cut extra deep when it touches on a on personal triggers, past hurts or insecurities. These can complicate the situation. Suddenly, you are not only trying to work through the issue at hand, but also an issue from your past that you never really resolved. You and I were talking about this today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and how things that are unresolved from the past kind of, and this is where I think that layer piece comes in. Right. Is where unresolved conflict is then uh, it, it can come up when more conflict arises or something or another wound or another wound yes similar circumstance it's going to bring all that flooding back into Mm -hmm. your mind and your heart Mm -hmm. and you have something way deeper right yeah right so those four intricacies or complexities are there's a discrepancy between your head and your heart forgiveness operates on its own timeline Forgiveness can require intention or not. And then fourth, it can be tied to a deeper issue. Um, As we think about forgiveness, what are some things that we need to remember about forgiveness? Well, I was going to say kind of what my guide is, is that first of all, I have decided that I want to be a person of forgiveness. I, I want forgiveness to characterize my relationships, all of my relationships that I have, um, people are precious. God forgives them, and I want to be a person of forgiveness. So I think the first is is to decide that, and then the second thing that helps me is I recognize that I'm dependent on the Holy Spirit because I cannot forgive in my own power, will myself to, want myself to. And a lot of that goes back to that, you know, that first one, that it's not always as easy as we think. And there's that discrepancy between my emotions and what I know I'm supposed to do. Well, I have to depend on the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit's power to help me. And and so then I have to ask him to help me in forgiving people. And specifically when there are certain things that come up. That's really good. It, it is to be intentional on the front end that yes. you know you're going to be hurt at some point Absolutely. by someone. Absolutely. Whether it's your children, your spouse, or somebody at work. Yeah, we don't live on an island. <laughs> right. So we're going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, people will disappoint you. <laughs> yeah. All people. People happen. that love you will. Right. And and you will do the same and disappoint people that you love so i think if we can you know yeah start out with that mindset that i want to be a person decide i want to be a person of forgiveness and then two i want to depend on the holy spirit to help me yeah it kind of reminds me of that of the story in the scripture and i don't have it open Mm -hmm. right now but the story in the scripture where the guy owed a debt oh yes and he begged and begged Begged and begged and the guy said, okay, fine, you're forgiven. Yeah. 
and forgave his debt. Like a huge then, sum. It was a large sum of money. Very large. I heard it put into like today's. I was like, holy cow, I don't think I realized it was that much. But what did he do? He goes out because somebody owed him some money. And like, had like him, and had they the guy, owed him a hamburger a from McDonald's. It or, wasn't as much yeah, as he no. owed. <laughs> And yeah. and he had the guy yes. thrown in jail, beaten and beaten mm-hmm. and thrown in jail, mm-hmm. and that's that is picture. that is not um, operating with the mindset of I, I you know I'm going to forgive people now. It doesn't mean the consequences go away. You know, consequences still can, you know, are going to be a part of it. Um, sure. But forgiveness is the is the beginning step to restoration. And also, I think forgiveness helps to um, be a an ointment or a salve through the consequences that you may face from the hmm. broke brokenness, the yeah. break in the relationship. Sure. I think that's good because I think forgiveness does. It brings healing and Mm -hmm. restoration, whether it's just to you. Maybe that relationship is never, you know. That's a good thing to be mindful of is to is to choose to forgive Mm -hmm. up front. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that what I wrote down was. You and I, we, the world, we have been forgiven much. Mm, Yes. And who are we to withhold it? Yeah. Who are we to withhold forgiveness from other people when we ourselves have been forgiven much? It goes back to that story. It's supposed to be his instruments. Yes, of grace. And Mm. when there is a lack of forgiveness, that is a grudge that you hold in your heart. And it's only hurting you. It's holding you captive and imprisoned in this uh, prison of unforgiveness and bitterness and anger. And there is only one way out. And that one way out is to forgive um, as you have been forgiven. Um, So the manner in which you have been forgiven is the template for how you are to forgive other people. Right. And And it doesn't mean that we excuse maybe what has happened, Mm -mm. what created that wound or that hurt or that break. Right. It doesn't mean that we make light of it and say, okay, well, it was no big deal. No, that's not it either. And that's why sometimes there's layers and you need counseling and Mm -hmm. godly advice and, um, other steps to move through in the process of forgiveness, but it's relinquishing your power to try to hold on to it and and keep it as a pet. I, that sounds terrible, but yeah, makes me think of like Gollum and the Hobbit, like my precious, you know, that I'm right. just gonna hold on to this because they hurt me, and you know. That's not what he wants for us. It's like people relinquish that. People will use that and build that up as a as a as a protective barrier. Yeah, yeah. 
so that they that don't becomes get hurt a mechanism, again. right? That they think they're going to keep themselves, but that's not that's false too. It is that's false thinking. They're only hurting themselves. Yes, yes. And true life, true abundant mm. life, is first of all found in being forgiven, mm-hmm. and then in Jesus Christ. Yeah, and and then being one who forgives others. I mean, that was in the model prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Right. In the Lord's Prayer as yeah. we know it. Yes. Yes. That's towards the end of the prayer that he reminds us. Yes. Right. Forgiveness is a As we have been forgiven, we are to forgive our debtors. It is a critical yes. component to the spiritual health of Absolutely. an individual and a married couple. Yes. And Absolutely. without forgiveness existing in your relationships it will become brittle mm-hmm. i like i'm gonna go back to something that you said earlier and it was a quote from the article and it said life and marriage continue to move forward as the journey of forgiveness unfolds mm-hmm. and i just think that's a great picture to leave with that it is a journey but let's step into that and Embrace being a person of forgiveness. That's really good. That's really good. Well, I'm glad we had this conversation about forgiveness. I hope that it will be an encouragement to other people. I hope so, too. So, well, thank you so much for listening in, folks. We appreciate you. We appreciate the feedback that we get from you. And we hope and pray that uh, you will practice Uh, this discipline of forgiveness and being quick to forgive and realize that you have been forgiven much. And as you have been forgiven much, you have an opportunity to forgive other people and demonstrate the grace and the goodness of God. And remember that the manner in which you have been forgiven is the template for how you are to forgive others in your marriage, in your child raising, in your workplace, wherever you operate wherever you live this principle of forgiveness is a critical component to your spiritual growth and your spiritual health and i believe that when you stop holding grudges and you withhold and you um, begin to practice that you're going to experience freedom that you've never experienced before so um with that please leave us a, a a message please leave us a review uh, on uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, we're grateful for you and we love yes. you. And we, thank we appreciate you. your encouragement. And always remember that two, two are, are better, better than, than one, and, and a cord of three strands, strands is not easily broken. broken.